Welcome back to Minds at Yerk. I'm Megan. My name is Alex. I'm Tim. Hi, I'm, I'm Chris Grine. I'm the author of the, uh, or I guess not author, but I guess I'm adapting the, the graphic novels for the Animorphs books. So I'm kind of, I don't know if it's co-author or what, because I have added stuff and changed dialogue and, here and there. So I don't know if that makes me a, officially a co-author or just a, is, I don't know. Is there a difference between co-author and co-creator? I don't know. I know I well, I don't know. I didn't I don't know if I technically created any of it. Oh, that's so. fair. I borderline call myself a co creator of Animorphs at this point now. We've been doing this <laughs> this podcast for so long, so I would pretty much think you get to wear the co author badge with honor. Tim has a I'll whole head it. canon of bad guesses. Yeah. Creatorship of. yeah. <laughs> There's accurate. an entire like other universe series out there that are tens guesses but welcome thanks for coming on and talking to us about this yeah sure, i'm happy to do it uh so we got an advanced copy of the comic we have read the entire thing um and it is amazing at least i think so tim's I nodding agree. alex is nodding it absolutely is thanks no there was no pressure believe me <laughs> <laughs> okay. so i guess that is like the first big question were you an animorphs fan growing up uh, well, technically no. Be- and that's because, um, when I graduated high school it was 95 and they came out in 96. So I was off to art school and, co- you know, and, uh, now I was aware of them. I mean, cause I, I don't think you could, cause we went to Barnes and Noble a lot and stuff, hung out at bookstores, you know, just to kind of kill time. Um, so I was very aware of the covers and it was always like, I'm going to read these at some point. I don't know what's going on, but these are insane covers. And then, uh, after I graduated college, I worked at Borders for a little while, and so on my lunch breaks, I would just grab, I would just grab books and read a, a chapter or two, you know, kind of whatever was popular to see. And uh, and I, I remember reading about halfway through the first book and going, "Yeah, I'm gonna have to get into this series." <laughs> I just and the you know, but then just things happen, like you got to get a job, and then you got you know, you end up with a mortgage or whatever, and it's it came back around though. So I was really excited when they when they asked me if I'd be interested in doing this so i don't think i've ever actually met someone who like became a fan as an adult that wasn't forced to read this in some way yeah it's kind of fun because i mean i look back on things that i read growing up you know and it's like i keep it'd be like so cool to be able to erase that and just be able to like experience it again for the first time as an adult but so you know so much of the stuff was from my childhood so this is like digging up something actually from my childhood that i just wasn't a part of at the time and I'm getting to really, really enjoy it for the first time now. And, you know, I've had to read ahead and do lots of research and stuff. So it, you know, I kind of do have some spoilers going forward and stuff, but I, but I really love the characters and I love the books and I like the fans, you know, and it's just, I just feel a, I feel a real responsibility to do it right. Because that's one thing, I mean, it's not hard to figure out when, you know, online when you're looking at stuff, people really wanted graphic novels they've wanted other other things for a very long time and now that it's happening like i was gonna do my best to not be the one who messed it all up (laughs) you know like right out of the gate yeah i think even today or i guess i was looking at the twitter chain of um someone had to do a picture of the book fair um mail-ins or whatever they're called and, oh, yeah, I posted that. Yeah, yeah and there were people outside. underneath it. Did you draw the underground pool? Did you draw this? Did you draw that? That? And I'm like, oh my god, I cannot imagine this pressure. Yeah, yeah, it was a <laughs> lot. Um, 
you know, but really I just, I just focused on the stuff that was in the books, you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to adapt exactly what's in the book. And then I did do research, uh, research to an extent because obviously I didn't want to steal, you know, fan art, you know, designs or anything like that from over the years. But, you know, I felt like it, I needed to, to look into that because certain things stick and other things don't, you know, pop culture over the years. And if everybody had accepted like this one particular kind of design on one character or whatever, then it would, it might've been really weird if I had gone a completely different direction. So I tried to take all that into consideration when I was doing it. I was trying to hedge my bets as much as I could. So it's not, not to enrage too many people with my changes, if there were any. I hope there's not many. I didn't feel like there was any. I think the only shock I had was Tobias's look was not at all what I was expecting, but I love it. It's so 90s. Yeah, I think people got used to him having that dark hair on all the covers, but it's yeah. he's a blonde in the book. It says it. I mean, he's got blonde hair and stuff, and I'm like, all right. I mean, I got, I kind of have to do this, so. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not even just blonde. It's that long blonde, like yeah. very grunge. I kind of, I was kind of basing him off some people that I knew in school and uh, <laughs> in, in high school and stuff. Some of the quieter kids in my art class and stuff, they were really cool guys, you know, but they just kind of had like that outsider kind of thing about them where, you know, they were cool, but they just didn't really talk to people. And they, they tend to have like kind of the long stringier hair and, and uh, kind of a, I don't know, kind of the way I drew him a little bit. I mean, I don't know. I just, I just liked that style. He, it just seemed like it fit him well. Like he he was, I don't know, not really part of the group, I guess. No, you're He just right. was kind of yeah. like a tag along, you know, so I don't know. I knew that was going to be bad. I never posted any pictures of Tobias <laughs> early on because I was like, I'm not going to be the one who pulls the Band-Aid off on this. Like, <laughs> Plastic wants to post something, that's fine, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to hide behind this as long as I can. <laughs> I mean, if if our options here are... Going by the description in the book or tall, brooding 90s leather daddy from the TV show. <laughs> right, that's bad. I mean, you got it right. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, Meg is responding to my calling Tobias a leather daddy. And the fact that I just had such a crush on that actor. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay, because I actually just watched that episode the other day because I actually bought the first season. Yes. Just so I could watch it while I worked. And uh, boy, that was Wow, that was weird. So going forward, are you also going to draw every Andalite the same with just one angle each time, <laughs> every time you see one on screen? Yeah, I'm going to just start using that same, like, looking up kind of thing. I actually made that my, I think on Twitter, I think I made that my avatar, that terrible <laughs> Andalite. <laughs> it's so bad. Man, I love that it's TV show. so bad it's good. Yes. I don't know. Or maybe it's not, but... I find it charming to some extent. It really is. <clears throat> they clearly had zero budget on that show. <laughs> <laughs> or if they did, they used it all very quickly. Oh, yeah, and on the wrong things. <laughs> it all went to paying animal handlers. I guess. Oh, that's man. valid. So how about the other kids? Was there any any hang-up, any stress in designing them, or did you feel a little more... A little more set since there's not as big a difference between kind of what everyone has in their head and what's in the book. Yeah, you know, uh, when Scholastic actually asked me if I was interested, they wanted to see like what my take would be. 
on on the kids and some of the aliens and stuff so again i just kind of was reading the descriptions and stuff and, and did a few sketches of them and like you said yeah it's like you know you got rachel's the blonde girl and then you got you know marco and i know in the in the uh in the books and i guess in the even in the original series and tv show he's kind of got that long hair and i i know that fans are going to want to see that right they're going to want to see his long hair they're going to want to see cassie in her overalls so i denied you <laughs> both of those things in book one so there'd be something for you <laughs> book two i promise you it's there'll be some some changes and stuff like that for book two but yeah like those are the things that i was i was thinking about like i could have drawn cassie in her overalls the whole time but i grew up in a very rural part of kind of a, a central part of america here and um, i had a lot of friends who worked on farms and lived on farms and they never ever just wore overalls and boots all the time <laughs> uh, so i i kind of had a hard time just saying okay well cassie i guess she just wears overalls and boots all the time i figured come on you know she's in middle school she's gonna have some some other outfits so i was trying to kind of find some kind of a happy medium on that but i mean as far as the kids the designs and stuff of those go i i didn't really feel like it was that difficult um i don't know i like the clothes they feel very 90. Mm-hmm. thank I- you I guess my first question would be, you said when Scholastic came to you, I I guess, how did this all, how did you become involved in this to begin with? Books with them already. I had done Chicken Hair and then I had done Time Shifters. And so about the time Time Shifters, it had come out and then it had, you know, kind of had its initial run and everything. And so it was like, and that was in May. I want to say it came out in like a in May. So by the time the fall was out, you know, all the, the honeymoon was over and I was like, all right, I need to, I need to find more work. <laughs> you know, I need to find something And uh, Scholastic uh, just kind of reached out and said, you know, we're thinking about doing, I, I, I remember this pretty clearly. I actually just had an interview that I was talking about this where uh, one of my editor at the time asked me, he's like, well, we're thinking about adapting some of our, some of uh, book series that we've had for a while. And we were curious if you'd be interested in doing like an adaptation or whatever. And I was like, my first thought kind of to myself was like, I don't adapt other people's stuff. <laughs> well, I, do, I do my own stuff. I write my own stuff. I don't want to, I don't know if I want to do that. I mean, I need, I needed the money, you know, I needed like a, a new book deal. That'd be nice. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if that's what I want, but I said, sure, I guess send me some information. Cause at the time I didn't know what it was. And then like a day later I got the email saying, yeah, okay. So we, we were kind of curious if you'd, you know, we're thinking about doing Animorphs. And I remember I just spit <laughs> coffee all over to my, <laughs> all over my laptop. I was like, Oh my God. You know? So yeah. So I did like 10, I think 10 or 11 sample pages. Um, and then some character designs and stuff. But yeah, I was like the whole time I was working on it, like internally, I'm like, this is mine. <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> I'm doing this. So yeah, and, and and you know, I got lucky enough that they were like, Yeah, this this is what we want. So very I it's I feel very fortunate. You mentioned uh chicken hair and I, I have to just go ahead and mention that I've been slightly obsessed <laughs> with this. We went and found some of your earlier works to prepare for this. Uh, oh, chicken hair it it touched me. It spoke to me. <laughs> was it the color version? I, or I got actually version? both. Uh, I got yeah. Volume one was color. Okay. Volume two is black and white. Yeah, because originally they were with Dark Horse, and um, the first two were the, there was only two, and they were both black and white. So 
when Scholastic picked it up, they wanted to do a, a color version of it. So, which was nice. Yeah. I got to color it and everything. Yeah, so it touched you. Huh? The, <laughs> I, I feel like I should have read this book long before now. It's, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's a weird in that fun way. But it's yeah. a great weird. It's yeah. such a good weird. Yeah, that was my first comic book ever that I worked on. It's the first thing I ever I ever had published. So, yeah, there was a lot of things. I if I could go back, like I would do things differently. But that was just my first thing. So I I own I own whatever weird <laughs> about it. You know, it's like I know <laughs> it was a little weird. It was a little dark. It was a it was a little bit of a lot of things. Um, but with that and what was the other one? We read Alien Bones. Yes, both of those together. Because I, I think I read both of those before reading Animorphs. It was like okay. This is dark yet fun, and this has aliens. This is going to be great. Yep. Had no doubts after reading both of those. Yeah, I got really excited. Like when I when I really started thinking about it, I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna get to draw like spaceships and aliens." But then I was like, "Oh god, I gotta draw a mall." <laughs> I draw. I mean, just little things like, and I gotta draw a parking lot just filled with cars, and it's literally one panel. You know, I got to design that because I have a, I use a program called SketchUp to build a lot of my models, my 3D models and stuff. So I get the angles right, you know, so things don't look wonky, like uh, architecture and stuff. But like building, I had to build that whole exterior of the mall and all those cars just for one panel, you know, one (laughs) panel. Look, I'm happy with it, but you know. Oh, but it's so good. It's so 90s. It's so perfect. That is how I will always remember the mall. I refuse to go back. (laughs) <laughs> the mall is set in the 90s that's all i need to know it is it, <laughs> i do miss the 90s but that was another thing that i really liked about this too was that i that's when i graduated high school i mean i i grew up in the 90s so i know the bad fashion and i know <laughs> you know i i know the stuff that i could throw in there without without necessarily banging you over the head with a hammer that it's 90s but it could still be like oh it's that bad 90s <laughs> kind of you know, shirts, the styles and stuff that are just weird. Just weird. <laughs> and I'm sure I wore all of them. I'm basing <laughs> it on my wardrobe, probably. Did you um, did you grow up reading comics? Or was that something that sort of came later? Or? Not not so much, really. I mean, I did read, like, Jeff Smith's Bone. And I was really into uh, The Tick. So all the stuff that I was really into were, like, the... Not the mainstream stuff. Yeah. I would always like the funnier things and the smaller press stuff. Uh, that's always what I was attracted to. So, and I was aware of the other stuff, and I did read some Wolverine and things like that. But for the most part, not, not really. Yeah. No. Most of my influences, I think, come from movies and TV and stuff. That's where I spend a lot of my time. Uh, did you get to talk to K. A. Applegate and Michael Grant at all? Did they? Uh, the only time I've really spoken to them was during that. I don't know if you guys saw the the uh, San Diego Comic-Con podcast thing they did. The, yes. I, I refused to watch it because I was sweating so bad. Like, I don't even want to see it. <laughs> I know how stressed out I was just having to record that part. But, no, that was the only time I've really spoken to them. Um, okay. but they were They're so nice. They were so gracious and just... Yeah, I hope I get an opportunity to actually just be somewhere with them, you know, at some event at some point, but with the COVID stuff. That's fair, yeah. It might have happened this year for all I know, but, you know, now we all just get to wait. (laughs) They seem really nice. We've spoken on uh, Twitter and stuff, you know, a little bit. but Yeah, everything about them and the fact that they let people like me, who's been a fan since, you know, nine, ten years old, 
kind of ramble at them and they're like, yeah, sure. We'll answer your questions. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, that's super nice. <laughs> I was really nervous though. Cause I was, cause I was under the impression, you know, that once I finished like all the sketches for the book, cause that's how Scholastic does it. I have to pencil like the entire book with all the, all the word balloons. Um, that's what they consider like the first draft. Okay. So, uh, so that's when I think they showed it to them too. And they were like, yeah, we like it. I was really scared though. I was like, oh my God, what if they don't? <laughs> you know, what, if, what if they don't like what I'm doing? And I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, but no, they were just, they were super easy to work with. Really easy to work with. I think maybe if, if I had done something really wrong, they would have been like, oh no. Oh hell, <laughs> hell no, we are not doing that. But um, I never had that happen, so. Yeah, I feel like I if you it. stray from the source material, like with the movie, I think everybody's really afraid of whitewashing or something like that. And I think that's the point they're going to be like, no, hang on. <laughs> this yeah. is not what we want. Yeah, and I know I know, we don't like um, Harry Potter on here. Uh, we like Harry Potter. We don't like J.K. Rowling. <laughs> okay, well, okay, well, but yeah, so going back to like those movies, I mean, it's a similar situation where, mm-hmm. of course, at the time, it, the fan base was a lot hotter for Harry Potter, you know, when those movies were coming out, but like, there's still a significant fan base that you, you guys know for Animorphs, and there's, there's a lot of pressure on that movie to not, to not screw it up and not just stray kind of arbitrarily from the source material or try to cram too much stuff into it. So I hope they do a good job with it. It would be nice. Agreed. But I think having the comic book, I don't. I, they haven't announced anything about the movie other than that they're going to do one. And I think a lot of people want an animated movie. I don't know if they're going to go that direction, but I think the comic will definitely help with people that do want to see it in that kind of light. I hope so. I hope people like it. I know my stuff is a little bit more cartoony than maybe what some people were hoping to get. So I, you know... But I think it has to be. How else are you going to give it to a 10-year-old and, you know, expect them to read it and not be like, "Uh, no, you need to cover your eyes. Hang on a second. Sure. And and I'm a firm believer, too. And, like, I feel like the the cuter the stuff is, when the bad stuff happens, it's even more horrifying. Yeah. You you do not shy away from how disgusting morphing is or how monstrous, especially some of, like, Visser 3's morphs are. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a really good time with that, but and, and so, and and that kind of goes back to like so the uh, taxons. I know that my design of those is a lot probably fatter and gross, more like Job of the Hut kind of a thing <laughs> than they maybe were in the books. But I, the reason I kind of wanted to do that was because they're constantly getting stepped on and squished and popped. And I wanted that to just be so satisfying. <laughs> you know, when Rachel just plows over them, you know, as an elephant and they pop and they just explode everywhere. I'm like, if I get to draw that, then I'm going to, I want to, I want these things to look real plump and just, you know, <laughs> so. There, there is something sort of nice. Like I know we've had these conversations about the, the, the word descriptions of, of these, these, races that you have no idea what they are there's something nice having a visual attached to them when you're when you're going through it a different way kind of seeing how it's like i guess i guess that would be sort of my question is is did you try to i guess whenever you're looking at these things did you try to stick to the the letter of the story the way they were described i tried to for the most part but sometimes it was just difficult 
um, sometimes. And, and there was weird things too. Like I had designed like, um, like Elfangor, for example. Right. So he, I had, I had drawn all those pages and colored all those pages based on the description in, in the invasion. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I go to find out people were like, well, which version did you draw? Because there's, a, there's a quite a bit of controversy over, you know, the slope of their back. Like I was getting this kind of comment on, oh, and I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, that's, they didn't say anything about this weird slope of a back in this book. It turns out it's like in book four or five. And like, that doesn't help me. Right. Uh, so I did go find it. I looked it up and I, and I, you know, got to the bottom of this mess and I went back and I changed my art a little bit. So it was more, appropriate but yeah it's like that wasn't in book one so if somebody hadn't reached out with this ridiculous question i wouldn't even have known that that was a thing and i would not have been able to retroactively just change that so i'm glad they i'm glad that some people are so you know into this stuff that you know and i'm glad that they feel comfortable reaching out to me about it too because that actually was a good save you may not want to put that out there you may get more comments than you I don't know. I get a lot already, and I really don't mind. This is something that I've, I i don't think I would have gotten into comics if I didn't want to be part of, like, you know, a fan fandom and stuff and have people who want to talk to me. Like, if it ever gets too much, I just I just won't be able to respond to everybody. Yeah. And that's fine. But for now, I try to. I try to at least like their comments and comment if they're asking me something specifically. And I do have I to know. say I, it's a fairly chill fandom really and compared to others, like... I guess because there is 54 books plus however many side books and we're all used to the inconsistencies because of ghostwriters and things like that, like as we call it, Elemis bullshit, um, it kind of makes it a little bit easier to get in on this because it's not the same description every time. Right. Um, I love the Texans. Yes. I kind of want yeah. one now. <laughs> like, I, I want I, a stress ball. Immediately <laughs> texted Meg. <laughs> about the taxons as soon as i saw one because like they're just a little adorable like yes. <laughs> that's not a word i ever expected to apply to taxons but, but they're just a little so much adorable. more horrific i know right like you want to walk up to it and then you you just you know you'll get close and it smells right because i've always got like one of them's always in the background like belching up a bunch of like bile they're just like <laughs> i imagine it's just like this disgusting like fountain in the background of it is probably just irritating everybody. No, it's <laughs> wonderful. Disgusting sounds all the time. <laughs> and they're pure evil, so I kinda I kinda didn't care, you know. I, I kinda wanted to just create them something that would be so satisfying to destroy. <laughs> so I love how you handle the thought speak. Um you oh, don't thanks. have the brackets, but it's very, very clear who's yeah. talking and that it's not spoken. Um How'd you come up with that? Or was that like a process or like instantly you're like, you know, I've done this something similar in the past or. It took a little while to kind of land on that. I mean, not probably as long as, as it probably is it sounds, but a couple, a couple, probably two or three days of like really like just trying different things. Because when I did like the sample pages, the only person doing thought speak at the time was just Elfangor. So I just made all his blue Mm -hmm. And I really wasn't thinking about it. I was just trying to say, well, it's a thought speech, so there's no tales or anything on these things. But then it was like, oh, wait, everybody's got to talk. And, oh, wait, there's no tales on any of these things. And there's multiple (laughs) conversations going on per page with all these kids in Animal Morph. So 
um, yeah, we, we ended up assigning them um, colors and it seemed like it worked really well. Now, I don't think it worked really well in the uncorrected proof copy that they sent out to some people because after like, what, page 30 or something, it's all black and white. So it, I, I don't know if that was confusing for you when you were looking at that, like if you could still tell who was talking what we got was you know, I just noticed that, so I think it was okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Maybe it's switched I back. Little, I was a little concerned about that. You know, I was like, I don't know if the reviewers are going to be able to know who's talking, but maybe I laid it out well enough that you could tell, I guess. I don't know. I would be curious, someone who didn't grow up with this experience it, and seeing if they had some issues with it, but uh, I got a feeling everybody that requested a copy has a background. I would imagine, yeah. And when the full version, the full color version comes out, it should be plenty clear enough, I guess, who's talking. I, I feel like oh. what I... Yeah, I'm flipping through while I'm talking to you. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing the like, same thing. I don't thing. even like to look at it anymore. Like, I don't... I, I see problems with every drawing and every face. I, it, I feel like what back. I I looked at was full color. The whole thing yeah, was Yeah, it is color. full color, and it does go back. There are oh, a couple you, of... Oh, you guys got the digital version. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why, so. Yeah, there are a couple panels where, because when he's a lizard, that I think they're all in black. But, yeah, I've just gotten to the York Pole part, and it's definitely a color there. Okay, good. Good. Well, you've seen it more than I have, because I've, <laughs> I've only seen this version. Yeah, everybody looks like sloth to me when I go back in there looking at everything. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm, not, I'm never going to open this book again. <laughs> I, I relate to this so much. I never want to look at anything I've ever made or worked on after the fact. Yeah. No, I agree. Once it's out for other people, I'm like, and I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. It's in the world. I don't even expect my friends to consume. Like, if it's a show I work on, nope. Don't worry. It's fine. Unless you just really gotta. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> no, I... I don't. I'll go ahead and vouch for it that it's phenomenally good. That way, you don't have to stress about it anymore. No. Oh. Well, you know, it's like one of those things too, because I, I, you know, when I'm doing the art for it, like every panel, every color, everything I'm doing, I'm like, I love this panel. I love this page. This is. I couldn't have done this page better. I'm. This is. This is good. You know, I'm just kind of every page. I'm trying to put everything into it. You're right. Like I'm not cutting any corners. Trying to squeeze every look. Every every little thing from the book that I can into it, you know, cause everybody likes their moments and stuff and everybody has different favorite stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was so happy when I was done with it, but then I get copies of it. And I'm like, Oh God, <laughs> I don't even look at it anymore. Well, I think not just fitting in those moments, but there are a lot of little stylistic choices and I can think of at least one panel that I feel like might be an homage to a certain famous Batman panel. Um, that but reading through there were all these moments that were not just recreating what's in the book but making design choices that just delighted me throughout you tell <laughs> um marco at one point comments we're not in a comic book and oh, he yes. is like outside of the panels in the yeah. gutters as he says it um Jake hitting Marco in a very Batman slapping Robin kind of way. Yeah, he decked him. Um, <laughs> those are the two that I screen. I took screenshots of a bunch. Of oh, stuff. it's okay. Yeah. You, I'm not. I'm not holding your feet to the fire. Oh, I'm I can keep kidding. going. Um, 
One thing I did like, though, one thing I enjoyed doing was I got to add lots of my little jokes in there, yeah. lots of little, because that's something that I always do in my, my own personal stuff, is I try to make them as funny as I can also. Um, so any, any chance I got to, like, you know, add, add a new joke or add some kind of a thing going on that, that was just funny, then that's... I was a little nervous about doing that because here I am adding my own content, you know. But, but I think that I think it worked okay. I think you've got yeah. to do that to keep something like this feeling fresh. Exactly. After yeah. so much time and contemporary, like it's in the '90s, but it never feels weighted down by being a period piece. Yeah one one of the ones like one of the jokes I added that um, and I guess this will be a little spoilery, but it's no big deal. The uh, the part where they're where they're at the uh, mall, you know, after the uh, lizard scene, and Marco, you know, says, "Yeah, we're the we're the anamorphs," and they're like, "What?" And J- and Jake's like, "That's dumb," when he's got a mouthful of nachos, and you know, and and I did have him eating nachos constantly after that. He was disgusted by the spider, so that just kind of became a running gag for me. Like Jake's always eating all the nachos now. He's just just gets sick every time he thinks about the spider. I've had I've I've continued that running gag in book two. Oh yes, excellent. <laughs> There's a, there's the scene where uh, in book two where uh, Rachel and Cassie are trying to catch the cat, uh, catch uh, you know Fluffer the first time so she can acquire it, uh, prior to turning into the shrew and everything, and she tells the kid the boys just hang back, you know hang back we'll take care of this, and I was like so I just cut to the kid to to uh, Marco and and Jake and if you just imagine like them right next to each other like peeking over a car watching, and Marco's like. <laughs> Hey Jake, you, you remember remember when you turned into a lizard? And he's like, Yeah, I remember that. He's like, You remember remember when your tail fell off in the hall and then you just left and then you turned back in turned back into a, a human? Remember that? And he's like, Yeah, I do remember that, Marco. What's your point? And he's like, Weren't you worried that maybe that was like your butt cheeks or something that you just left? He's like, Well, I am now. I'm like, that's that's just the conversation that they're having while the girls are dealing with the cat. But that's so perfect. Yeah. Well, I figured that was the kind of conversation that those two would be having. No, I just instantly like looked at Alex and Tim and was like, Yeah, that's exactly what they would be. Yeah. And I'd be like, Can we just take this series for five seconds? And it's explained later in the books, like it's the Z space thing, right? With the displacement on it. But it's not explained yet. Yeah. Exactly. Kids don't necessarily know it. It hasn't been stated in the books at all, so I, I gotta believe that that's a concern. It's a yep. valid concern. Absolutely. <laughs> so good. I also yep. love. There's just a panel of Tobias roosting on Rachel's shoulder when they're about to head into the pool. That is another one that just like the colors and just that it's her shoulder that he comes and sits on, and that I thought was great. It seemed right. I know which one you're talking about. I'm actually looking at it, too. Um, Tobias saying that hopefully not all cops are yorks. Yeah, that was great. I pulled up my Goodreads review because I I think this was about a week ago. And at some point, I guess there's something that I said adds to my Marco and Axe fanfic. Can't remember what moment it is, but I appreciate that. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I hope you. I didn't mean to pressure you when I asked you, uh, like, what you thought of it. Oh God, my, no! You're fine. Oh no, you're good. I I literally had screenshots <laughs> here just in case. 
Yeah, I was I was like I remember saying I've got a copy of it. I'm gonna review it at some point, and I was like, let me know what you think. And then I remember <laughs> going, yeah, and he wants to know what I think. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. I'm like, no, that, that, I'm sorry, that is not what I meant. It's because I've listened to your guys' <sighs> podcast and I, and I value your opinion. <laughs> but it's too late if you hate it. <laughs> too late. Don't worry, we don't. We're all just a little socially anxious and enjoy making each other feel it as much as we do. You fit right in. Good. Um, how is tackling the underground York Bowl? I mean, drawing it? Yeah, or? like con- oh. conceptualizing it. I mean, so that's such a big moment. Wrapping it's your head exhausting. around the layout? Yeah. It was exhausting. I built all that in 3D first. Oh, really? So I'd be able to, so, so it looked right. Um, and then, cause then I could get down at any angle I need to around those little buildings, you know, and, uh, I could swing the camera around and I got all my backgrounds ready to go. And then I, what I do is I just take screenshots, drop them in Photoshop and drop the opacity way down. And then just, I ink right on top of those, like I would like my sketches. So, um, but that way all the angles look right. Things don't look like, like that angle's really bad, dude. <laughs> you did not pay attention to that drawing. So that it takes a little time building those things, but it saves a lot of time when I'm inking them. So I knew I was really worried about that scene all the way up until I got to that scene. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. It's got to be the size of like a small city underneath the school. Like the only thing I had visually pictured was the fact was when they, they opened the door from the closet and like there's that purple light kind of everywhere. That was that was the only thing I had in my head that it'll all have like a purple kind of a cast to everything. So it'll be, it'll be like that, but man, yeah, it ended up being, it ended up being a lot. There was a lot of people running around and <laughs> then there's, everybody's an animal and then there's, you know, Visser threes attacking everybody and there's taxons and hork Yeah. I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. It, I really was happy with it when I was done, but that was a lot. I think my favorite piece of that is how smoothly Cassie turns into a horse. Yeah. I, I'm glad you like that. I like it too. And I know there's going to be some people who are like, Hey, it takes five minutes to morph. Yeah. But you, know? you can't and, have and does, five right. minutes worth of pages and Cassie yeah. is the best. So and yeah. morphing. But, yeah, in my version of these books, it happens a lot quicker than five minutes. So. Like, I feel like even in the original novels, eventually, especially oh, yeah. ghostwriters tend to say, eh, they morph, they're done. Yeah. So I I don't think that's going to be as big a deal. I would hope that's not as big a deal to people as it being good, which it is. Yeah. No, I think I, this, this underworld is done so well. I mean, it reminds me exactly of what i thought of as a child like there's nothing here that i'm like i wish this was different everything about it i love the fire staircase i was i was actually um you know i did the initial sketches for all that and i was just like all right i'm just gonna draw it all like it says it in the book you know for the most part and then i'm gonna hand it off to scholastic and they're gonna come back and say oh no what's with the (laughs) eyeball ripping and (laughs) you know i was really i was like well i don't know how i'm gonna get around that i mean that's what happens that is that's kind of like the serious part of the book right it all builds up to this horrific thing that they don't win kind of a thing you know and it's not 
it's not it's not all rainbows and butterflies down there at all and so i was really happy when they came back and they're like no this is great and i think the fact that you know the aliens blood is not red and by the way i did do my research on that so i got the correct <laughs> blood color on all that i was i am not gonna be i'm not gonna get in trouble <laughs> um i've definitely done my research when i can and but yeah, they came back and they were they were very complimentary of it all and they didn't really push back on any of it. But I don't think maybe I didn't I didn't really push it to the point where it's just grotesque. It's just, you know, quick little glimpses of things happening. So maybe it maybe it's not quite as bad, but Yeah, they were they were really good about, you know, I mean, I was I was just concerned cuz you know, Scholastic is, you know, they do lots of younger younger books for kids and stuff and I just didn't know how how uh I knew they wanted to do it, but then I was like, we're going to find out how much they want to do it. <laughs> Bird um, suicide in book three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a little concerned on how I'm going to do book three because so much of it takes place in Tobias's head. Yeah. And like, I can't just have him talking to himself the whole book. You know, I can't have, because that's not what he does. He's just always thinking. Mm -hmm. But in a graphic novel, like I'm not entirely sure how to so much of that book is like in his head like his own inner debate and stuff so i'm a, i'm i mean i'll figure it out but like i'm already <laughs> trying to think about like how am i gonna do that i'm just started inking book two and i'm yeah. worried, i'm already worried about doing that book you know right and doing it justice book two is a little bit more action i can understand <laughs> uh, book, book two is i feel like book two is a little it's a lot less action do maybe in my it's... mind it's just that ending with the whole in Chapman's basement. That, that, That's just yeah. the entire book in my mind. <laughs> it is. I mean, I feel like it's way more tense. Like I've really tried to make, I'm trying to make those scenes a lot more intense. Kind of like the scene in Spider-Man where he's in the back seat and Michael Keaton's grilling him. Yes. Yeah. You know, like that. Oh, that's like that's the kind of stuff I'm, I'm trying to play that up as much as I can. Um, even though they don't have that, obviously that kind of conversation, but there is a part where she's in the car you know the chapmans pick her up right after she you know uh, right after she gets out away from that that dude and so she is in the car with him for a little while but yeah that's that's where i'm at right now see now you went and did the thing <laughs> you know when you see the teaser for the movie like two years or a year before it comes out now i'm like really excited uh, about book three <laughs> i haven't even read book two yet but i really want to see how book three is done tim doesn't stay actually on top of series so he doesn't actually experience this on a regular basis no, <laughs> no. for the most part i usually wait till they're done and then just like i do that them all at once yeah i do that a lot too because i tend to lose track like halfway through yeah the track and then i yeah. gotta start over anyway yep i'm just yeah i get it yeah I like how uh, you leave Tom damaged at the end. Like, it's something about it is really creepy. And well, yeah, and also, I mean, yeah, they don't really talk about it in the book. But if he's running up those stairs and Mister yeah. Three smacks him down, I'm, I'm, he's gonna at least have a few bruises. Oh yeah, right. Even if nothing else happened, he's gonna have something. So that's, yeah. And it was actually up until I was starting to color those that page i remember going yeah he needs he wouldn't be okay he's not he'd very much have some fresh damage um coming in right after that so yeah i'm glad you like that because i was like yeah i'm gonna i'm just gonna do that it made sense no it adds to the the horrificness of what's going on 
this is not a good thing. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It's really dark. <laughs> That's kind of what I liked about them too, is like they can be really fun and light one minute and then they just get real serious, real dark. And I think book two with, uh, with Chapman and when he's facing Visser three at the, at the construction site towards the end, you know, and he's, he's, he himself is willing to face him, you know, and he can barely stand up and he can't hardly talk and he's kind of crying and just can't, Oh my God, it's heartbreaking. So and I was, I just, I, yeah, I finished sketching all that last week and I'm, I, so I turned that in. I'm still waiting for feedback, but I'm so I excited. I a pretty good job on that. <laughs> he looks really pathetic and sad and rough and he's, I mean, he's got so, Rachel scratched him up so bad. It was more than just his hands. Like in the book, they talk about how he was trying to catch her and she mm -hmm. just turns his hands into hamburger. But I mean, he, he's got some scratches on his face and everything else. And then, you know, then he has to go to the construction site and get berated by Visser three, who's the biggest dick ever. <laughs> I feel like Chapman would be like the hardest thing for me to pin down. I think you do a great job of making him look like an assistant principal and the beard's great. And everything about him I love. And I just, it could have gone so many different directions and I still probably would have loved it. But that is such a hard thing to, like, he looks like a normal dad. But I guess, I don't know, maybe because we recast him every episode. Yeah. We, we literally have turned it into a running joke. <laughs> yeah, I know you have. And there's been times where I've been like, damn it. <laughs> good. I blew it. Oh, that's really good. So yeah, uh, I actually kind of based him loosely on a an assistant principal I had at my middle yes. school. He had a he had a, a beard like that, and he was a nice guy. I'll, I remembered all the all the kids would come up and like like untuck his tie from his sweater vest that he wore all the time, <laughs> you know, while he was standing in the hall. I mean, he was a nice guy, you know, um, but he just kind of reminded me of that. Just kind of kind of a beard a beard and mustache guy. You know, I imagine if he, if he didn't have a worm in his head, he'd probably be a pretty nice guy, but he's not. So. <laughs> Are there any other difficulties with book two that you're running into that you can talk about? Thank, um, oh, it's just a hell of a lot of cats. <laughs> a lot, like a lot of cat drawing and birds. My God. I've been drawing birds like I'm on like the 11th page in a row of multiple birds per panel <laughs> while they're attacking while they're attacking guys who have weapons in a truck you know they're taking their weapons and I'm like got five different kinds of birds well four technically <laughs> attacking two guys in a truck stealing their guns I'm like I'm trying to find like semi photo reference to make these things look right but like there's no I can't find any reference for eagle stealing shotguns. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's no, like yeah. I can get pretty close on stuff and, and I just want them to look right. Like I feel like it'd be a slippery slope if the animals didn't look like they fit in the world. Like I didn't want them to be too cartoony. Sure. But I didn't want them to be too realistic either because that wouldn't fit with my style. So I, I would say that that's been a lot of my um, challenges in book two is just so many birds <laughs> so many birds and then that cat my god i gotta draw that cat like i don't even know how many times but consistency you know i'm sure it's gonna look like they cast 12 different black and white cats <laughs> uh, even though i'm trying so hard it's just it's it's just a lot 
It's a lot, but I but I've really enjoyed it. I like I think I've liked book two more than book one. That's good. It just feels more intimate, I, I think, to me. It's just a smaller story, you know, and I tried to when there was the moments like we're with her and um oh my god. Melissa. I think I could remember her friend's name. Yes, Melissa. I've only written it like a hundred times. <laughs> uh yeah, like, you know, when she's a cat and she goes up there, you know, I don't know if you saw the page the couple page posted of the cat snuggling with her a little upstairs you know crying in her room and Rachel comforts her and I was really leaning into that scene you know trying to make it as as sweet as possible and sad at the same time I have a 12 year old daughter so I mean she does a lot of photo reference for me when I need it but I mean my god it's like breaks my heart because it's about the same age and I'm like I can't even imagine I can't even imagine having thinking my parents didn't love me anymore or being in that household it's so ugh it's awful. So I'm definitely leaning into that emotional stuff as much as I can. Does she have any interest in Animorphs now or any interest? Oh, no, not at all. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say Roblox? <laughs> uh, Minecraft? Of course, of course. Because if that's what you said, then yes, she's very interested. Look forward to the Animorphs Minecraft crossover. Ugh, Yeah. Yeah, now I keep thinking like, oh, I keep telling her, hey, you know, you should just read the books, just the actual books, because I think you'd really like them, because they've got, you know, kids about your age, and there's some girls in there, you know, because she's always worried, is there a girl character, you know, in the books? She's she's so boring like that. <laughs> and, there's two, and they're very strong. It's wonderful. I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah, she's just, she's not into fiction. She would rather read nonfiction, which is, okay. I don't know how she's even my child. <laughs> but... You know, I've tried. She thinks it's cool that I'm doing this, but yeah, she's, I will be shocked if she ever picks one up and actually tries to read it before I die. She'll do it afterwards. Like, oh, I should have read this when he was alive. We could have bonded over this. He's been asking me to read it for 20 years. Um, I tried to get my brother to read them. It didn't go well. Yeah. I think you just have to want to, so I don't want to force it on anybody. Yeah. Meg and Alex had to start a podcast to get me to read it. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's yeah, definitely that's why of... we did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot of bullying. I can tell you. <laughs> I've, I've listened to most of them. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I mean, the, it's terrible. You humiliate him at the end of every show. Like, okay, give us your prediction based on, based on absolutely nothing. Now we Man, eventually I started giving him the title. So, yeah, and then you guys laugh the whole time he's telling you what he thinks is going to happen. I, you know what you're doing. You're humiliating. I feel. How can he? He can't predict. I feel a buffalo turning into a person. <laughs> slightly, slightly vindicated, sitting here knowing that the public hears my pain and understands. Clearly, <sighs> just because you're not a creative clear. mind, it's okay. You're a very aggressive podcast. Very aggressive. <laughs> I mean, it's that or we all go to therapy. <laughs> Shit, this is, this is cheaper. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Just had a realization, need to call my therapist. <laughs> is there anything that you know is coming up past book three? Any alien designs or whatever that you're excited to get to? Or have you uh, thought I, that far? I, I really want to get to to Axe. 
And let me tell you my terrible idea for acts, even though I'll never do it. But my first, God, my first horrible thought was, oh, when acts like he takes all their DNA and forms one perfect person. Like, what if he's like, you know, like when you put like all colors, like through a prism or whatever, and it's like white light or whatever. I was like, what if he's just like a super albino? And he's even got like <laughs> white creepy hair or like with like white eyebrows and red eyes. And he's really disturbing. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I'm not really going to do that. But I thought about just <laughs> tweeting that to everybody. Like, Please do. I would appreciate that. I would save that. <laughs> I've been doing that kind of stuff. I don't know if you guys have seen it where I was like, there's a whole scene in book two where Visser 3 is just trying on hats. Did you see <laughs> no, that? No, I have to go back and look. Oh, it's been a few weeks ago. And people were like, what? <laughs> and then I drew a picture of Tobias, like the hawk last week. I think it was last week. Might have been the week before I said, I, I gave him a mustache to show the progression of time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so know why you pic- don't do these things. <laughs> there's a picture on Twitter somewhere. You can find it. It's just like him flying, but he's got this big like, handlebar mustache. I'm going to have to turn on alerts now. Man, I need this. <laughs> I I don't know. Like I know that people know I'm kidding on that stuff, but I, I definitely enjoy just going, man, look what I did today. <laughs> we were saying, we got into a whole conversation about how Visser 3 would be an amazing, like, uh, mascot for like burger king and he could like wear the crown that burger king crown and like be completely confused you can't even eat stuff because he doesn't have a mouth i did see that one yes yeah it was a whole conversation there was a lot of people getting involved with that one (laughs) we're like crowdsourcing the next burger king commercial i feel like our fandom is so used to kind of being pushed aside because we it did start around harry potter and For good or for bad, those covers, everybody remembers them, even if they have no idea what those books are about. So it's like Animorphs will always live on because of that. But I think we're just so starved of like any kind of recognition of how great it is that it's like, fuck it, we're in. Whatever you're going to (laughs) do. Yeah, and I definitely definitely get that vibe from everybody. (laughs) That's what's been so fun about it is it's, it's so welcoming. And people are just, they just genuinely want to know what I'm doing, what's like, you know, they want to see what, what my designs look like. And so I, you know, I'll draw Visser 3 with like a hat, like a terrible hat. Like, here's Visser 3 in book two. Visser 3 was like, so oh, hat okay. oh my God. He actually doesn't look bad in the hat. You know, they got people saying that, like they're trying to, <laughs> they're trying so to nice. like make themselves be happy, okay with it. <laughs> I'm picturing him in like a straw boater with his eyes just ripped through the flat top of it. Yeah. Yeah. We were just saying like, even like, you know, like some kind of a weird sun hat or some type of uh, a nice bonnet. Yeah. Like a, like a golfing hat. One of those with the big ball on top. (laughs) (laughs) Visitor three goes to the Kentucky Derby. It's great. Yeah. It's like just a whole scene of him trying on different hats, like pretty woman kind of style. Uh, maybe Chapman's the one sitting in the chair clapping and stuff when he comes out of the dressing room. <laughs> Different stuff. I don't know, but yeah. No, it's good to hear and that you're having fun. I am, you know, and I'll be sitting here drawing all day, and I'll have like a like a well, a question like like I had a couple weeks ago, like well, if so, if they morph back, they morph to humans and then back, like Rachel was like, do does she have to get her ears repierced? Oh, I think we've discussed because, that too. Right, and so I'll just post that, and people will literally take it like I'm asking a, a, a legit question <laughs> for the book. and I will get so much research. Like, I mean, people will deep dive into like 
all the all the information and find all these different examples and people will start going yeah but what about this they said this and this and i find that so endlessly fascinating and no one ever gets mad at anybody no because you can come up with like six different sources from six different no it's so nice i can't name another fandom where i feel like you can have a you can it's not even it's not an argument but like you can have a conversation with differing opinions and no one's mad at anybody at the end of the day that's not i just don't see that anymore i mean people like star wars is like i love star wars but that is that's a fandom yeah that has to be as divided as they come right now that's some very toxic fandom yeah much Mm -hmm. as i love it i try to avoid any conversations about it it is interesting i just had this actually happen yesterday uh i'm working with a oh goodness hang on a second (laughs) those yours yeah those are mine i don't know what's going on um but I, the Yorks are attacking I'll come back to Tim. This. Yeah, <laughs> let me go calm that down, and I'll uh, I'll come back and finish that thought. <laughs> Give me one second. Have you guys heard of the books, the uh, Humanomorphs? No. No, I know we like saw a bunch of them in the beginning. Tim owns one or two of some that's other like kind veggie of veggie morphs too, or something. Yeah, he may own the Dinomorphs one. I think that I think he won that one in a contest. Yeah, yeah, but not this is... human morph or humomorph humanomorphs okay it's like this weird thing i found out like two days ago and i was so excited about it. i ordered them on ebay (laughs) all six of them apparently they came out about the same time as animorphs and i think scholastic probably shut them down because they can't too close but like the somebody said yeah it's the description of instead of teens turning into animals it's just teens who could turn into other teens (laughs) one of them could turn into poseidon and i was like sold so here for this ridiculous thing i've ever heard i'm buying all of them don't repeat that tim does not need to buy more books no no i've got plenty (laughs) over there (laughs) um but yeah all i was gonna say is that i'm working with a person i just met him a couple days ago and was talking about this podcast and he asked what it was about and i said animorphs and it was just amazing to watch his face light up he's like you mean that book series that i read when i was younger (laughs) it's like no the other animorphs (laughs) but it's, it's nice to see people still get like you know, brighten up at the, the the prospect of somebody else liking the thing that they liked. You know, talking about the, the fandom and, and just yeah. how welcoming it is. And I guess that, that comes from exactly what y'all were saying about Applegate. You okay. know, how, how nice they are. And, and even sitting here talking to you, well, just how, how cool you've been about everything. And, you know, you're part of the creative team now. I'm actually so. a terrible, terrifying jerk. I'm just, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even the Facebook group, it's like most fandom groups I join after like a day or two. I'm like, this was the worst idea. <laughs> and that group, I think I've been in for a couple of years now and I don't comment often, but still it's it's really cool to see all these discussions still come up 20 something years later. Yeah. Yeah. And people are very passionate about it. Yeah. There's like a I... whole fanfic that goes on for like another 10 books plus that I'm like ready to dive into once we finish (laughs) (laughs) i low-key joined that facebook fan that fan group a couple weeks ago just because i was like eh, i I like what i like to visit with people like i may not want to be involved in all the conversations but i do like it to pop up on my like facebook feed Mm -hmm. what people what people are talking about and stuff and somebody was like uh guys chris grind like shit and the, and the moderator said, well, I wasn't going to say anything in case he didn't want anybody to know. <laughs> oh, I think that uh, was on my post when I was talking about getting this copy. Yeah, yeah. 
And I was like, I'm not going to point it out to anybody, but. Yeah, that's what it was. It was your cut. Oh, it was your I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. It was just funny. I'm like, well, now I got to. I can't leave now because then I would look. At <laughs> yeah, you're stuck for life. Sorry. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. I really enjoy it. Yeah, they all have good taste. Like someone posted about an EU David shirt from Schitt's Creek. And everybody's posting comments or like gifts of Shits Creek, and I'm like, there's so many other fandoms this would not go over well, yeah. and it just does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Animorphs fandom just seems so welcoming. Like they just nobody, I don't know. I just don't pick up any attitude from anybody really. It's just everybody just really enjoys it, and they wanna they want other people to really enjoy it. You know, so it's been good. I've really enjoyed just kind of being part of it, even just for the few years that I have been, so. Well, hopefully it continues, and hopefully. Yes, absolutely. I think a graphic novel is exactly where this is going to thrive, as opposed to when they tried to re-release them a few years ago without really any marketing or anything, where it was just, like, a little too soon that our generation's not buying them for our kids quite yet, so it was just a little too soon, but a graphic novel, I think, is perfect to kind of blend I hope I hope it does well, because, man, I would love to be able to just do more of these because i i really enjoy it even though it's like not my characters it's not my world like there's just something that i really really gravitate towards this stuff i really enjoy this the books and and like you said it helps that you know Catherine and michael are like very nice people and like everything about this so far has been wonderful so you i'm know, glad to hear that yeah it's been great so everyone needs to go buy the book <laughs> Yeah, that's the next step, right? Everyone, yes. please buy the book and I know so there can be more. Everybody's freaking out about where you can buy it. This is dropping on the release day. Um, you know, bunk your local comic store. That's where you should buy it, first and foremost. Yeah, local comic shops, local bookshops. You know, they're the, they're the ones that, that need the help right now, not Amazon. I mean, you can get it on Amazon if you have no other option. But, yeah, I like to help out the smaller guys, too. They They need it. And hopefully one day we actually have an Animorphs convention and you can get up and talk about it. Uh, you know how scared I would be? <laughs> no more scared than I would. And get up there with yeah. you. It's okay. <laughs> uh, well, if, okay. If we can get drunk up there together then and go yes. up there, then I'll, I'm, I'm in. But yeah, I've got like, tw- God, probably 12 like virtual school visits coming up, but I've never done one before. And I've got a couple book festivals, virtual book festivals, and I've never done that. That's and so I've cool. got. Oh, but I'm so scared. <laughs> no, you're going to be so not... great. Uh, I'm just, I get so nervous. Like, I'm fine talking about the books and stuff. If you guys have, like, a Q&A, I'm, I can do that. But if you go, okay, now talk about yourself for five minutes, I'm going to be, I don't, like, what do you want to know? I don't, I, mean, I, don't, I don't particularly find myself that interesting of a person just in general. So if you want to talk about my books and stuff, great. But if you want to know about me, I mean, I wear pajamas all day. <laughs> um, but is that like a pre-COVID thing or is that a post-COVID That was pre-COVID, thing? yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, my wife would get home and, and sometimes and just go, really? Because <laughs> I'm still wearing pajamas from the morning, you know? But no, I, I worked a lot. I promise I worked a lot. <laughs> Some of us just want to be comfortable while we work. Yeah, I mean, I don't leave. I don't leave the house very much, so I don't. Yeah, I'm just like like I said, I'm not turning the video on tonight because <laughs> just not we're not ready for that. You're gonna have to get ready if you're doing these book festivals. I know. 
I'm having my wife, we, I bought a black shirt, just a plain black t-shirt. And my wife's got a, one of those cricket machines. Mm-hmm. So she's going to make a shirt that just says the sharing on the, on the front. <gasps> so nice. Great. Yeah, I'll just be wearing that in, in all these videos, and people will be like, damn, he's a traitor. <laughs> oh, that's no, so good. I saw a Visitor 3 was not wrong shirt recently, and it was like, I need this. <laughs> yeah, I hope this brings up just more product, because I just want to buy product. Yes. Like, I bought some of the old Transformers on eBay. I was posting <laughs> pictures of that like six months before this was even announced. I'd been posting stuff on Instagram for a long time. <laughs> pages and snippets that i've been working on but like literally nobody knew that's so cool it was really it was really funny when they announced that some people went back through my instagram they're like holy crap you've been posting this for six months <laughs> i was like yeah yeah i was just you know kind of quietly doing it there's no a, one ever no one ever called me out for it there's a burger king yerk that i've almost bought like i don't know how many times on ebay yerker king y- oh, king. you should do it i'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pull the trigger today. I mean, you might as well because once the movie comes out, there's at least going to be an uprising of people being like, "Man, I love that series as kids. I should find this stuff." Yeah. Yeah, I saw someone selling the entire series for like 350 bucks, and I was like, "Man, I'm getting the entire series for free." Um, once I go pick it up, <laughs> and I was just <laughs> like, "Should I text my friend and be like?" Do you want to charge? Do you want to sell this? Because three hundred fifty bucks is pretty good. You wait till after you pick it up. And That's go, true. You know, I saw this online. <laughs> That's true. Three hundred dollars. So I really appreciate it. <laughs> Get it home and then text them. Yeah. Yeah. Send her the link to the the yeah where you just posted them. <laughs> I think that's part of the agreement is that like he knows I'm going to take care of them. Yeah. Which versions are they? Are they like the originals? And They're the originals. Uh, any more questions? Anything else we want to cover? I think we've I th- covered everything I had. The only thing that I have remaining... Oh my goodness, what is going You're on fine. with those dogs? Well, um, the only, yeah, The only thing I have left is like, what, what else are you into right now? You said you, you take a lot of influences from you know, books and movies. Like, what, else, what else are your favorite things? Mm, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I don't necessarily like pull from like certain types of things. I think it's just everything at once. Like when I was, when I was little, my favorite things in the world were like the Muppets or anything Jim Henson did. So, you know, whether that's Labyrinth or uh, the Dark Crystal, I'm not a huge fan of the newer stuff. I like the Mupp, the new Muppet movie, the first one they brought out. Um, but the other ones, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big fan of wrong sounding Muppets. <laughs> I'm just not. I try to, but man, it's really hard because I'm pretty hardcore Muppets fan. Um, Wrong sounding Muppets really... is the name of my ska band. <laughs> but like lots of like Star Wars. If you guys could see my studio where I'm at, I have tons of like vintage Star Wars and Muppets and Transformers and Masters of the Universe. So lots of lots of 80s probably influences probably more than anything. Um but like when I say like movies and stuff, like if you if you look through, you may have noticed it, but if you didn't, like if you look through it again, there's a lot a lot of my panels I do like widescreen, like full widescreen shots. So I just prefer that. I don't know why. I just feel like it's more cinematic that way. Yeah. Um, even if it's like a big wide panel with only like one face off to one side talking, I just I like to frame it like if I was shooting a movie or something. So when I'm laying it out, that's also how I'm doing it. Like the scene where. Uh, 
like in the book, I think Cassie and Jake, uh, you know, they're rooting around in her in her uh, barn trying to catch that lizard, right? So I did not want to design a barn with a ton of animal <laughs> cages and have them run around. So I just glossed over that and just had it be at school the next day. And they were talking kind of narrate. They were kind of narrating over the top of that, what was going on. And, uh, and they just kind of cut to Jake already having the morph and transforming. But so I was just trying to think like, if this was a movie, that might be a good way to transition from that scene to this scene. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of, that's what kind of what I mean when I'm, I'm, I like movies and TV and stuff. I try to think that way when I'm, Gotcha. gotcha. When I'm laying stuff out, you know, whether or not that's successful is completely subjective, but I like it. (laughs) No, I think it works. The barn is such an important place for this series and you don't want to kind of corner yourself into something in book one and then be like, man, I hate this layout. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, it was already, I already could tell it was like going to be a big book. And I'm like, I can just cut out like, that scene like five page that'd be like five pages of them running around trying to catch a lizard in order for me to do it to where you i'd have to have like the establishing shot you know and then them talking about what they're going to be doing and then you know a couple pages of them trying to catch a lizard and i'm sure it would have been a fine you know scene people would have enjoyed it but it was like this book's already 230 pages so you didn't lose any story by me just kind of glossing over that Uh, is there anything else out that you want to promote or um, where people can find you? Anything like that? Um, when I, um, I have a book out still that's still in print um, with Scholastic called Time Shifters that is still one of my favorite things I've done to date. Um, just my own uh, creator own type thing. But um, I have another whole series coming out that I can't talk about yet because it hasn't been announced. But it's a, I haven't. Yeah. So what happened was is. Um, classic kind of offered me you know or asked me if i'd be interested in doing this and then um i was like absolutely and and uh then the contract stuff took a lot longer than than i'm than is normal just because i'm i think it's just a bigger property and there's just a lot more things to deal with but in the meantime i'm like i have no money (laughs) coming in so um there was another publisher who was interested in some of my pitches and they were like hey we really like this one and so i was like okay and they and so they we want they came back with me and they're like well we want to what if we what if this was like a three book you know series and so I was super excited because I've never have been guaranteed like a sequel kind of a thing so I got a three book deal and then like the very next day after I signed that contract Scholastic came like okay we're ready to go <laughs> so so now I've got I've got six graphic novels in three years that I've I'm having to do so in between I finished the first Animorphs book in January of this year. And I started and finished the first book of the next series. It's 270 pages. I finished that in June. So, and I started the the next Animorphs book. And now I've got that fully penciled and lettered and I'm starting inking that. And that'll be done by the end of December. And that's my life for like the next it's two years. Amazing. It's exhausting. <laughs> I love it, but it is, it is truly exhausting. And I can't wait for him to announce this new series. It's I'm really excited about it. But no, I can tell you already, we are too. We love yeah. everything else we've read. So yeah, already at least got a few people who will follow it instantly. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming to talk to us mm-hmm. about this. Thanks. Oh yeah, 
I feel like I already know you guys because I've listened to like 40 episodes. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. I, I put it on like, you know, on Spotify. I'll just I'll just pick up where I left off the day before and I'm just penciling pages all day, like eight hours of just episode after it just rolls into the next episode. And poor Tim is just getting better. <laughs> oh. I almost feel bad for you, but then I saw something with contact come up today, and I was like, oh, man, I'm still pissed about that. So, you know, it's fine. I don't feel badly for Tim. I know he loves it. Yeah. This is is the highlight of my week. (laughs) Well, it's like, I know it only happens to you, like, what? I don't know how often you record. Is it once a week or every two weeks? Every two weeks. Every two weeks. But from my perspective, they're attacking you, like, four to five times a day. I mean, realistically, we are, just in other formats. Yeah, Yeah, I was about to say, that's pretty accurate also. (laughs) Just usually through text message. That's all right. That's the best way to insult people. I just send awful, like, gifts and memes all the time to people. (laughs) It doesn't work. Tim doesn't respond to anything. I don't think you understand. (laughs) He deserves all of this. It's fine. Besides, we have a, a... Grimace fanfic specific <sighs> channel in our Discord server just for us to fuel Tim with with <laughs> positivity? That doesn't sound right. Things that he loves. There we go. Uh, things that I used to love until that Grimace Discord channel happened. <laughs> and then all things were ruined for me. So it's like Grimace from like McDonald Land? Yes. Yes. That's amazing. I used to I used to enjoy Grimace. <laughs> They ruined it for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. We they found took... Grimace fanfic, and man. <laughs> that kind of ruined, like, searching any fanfic for a while. I mean, it really did. There is Grimace fanfic? Yes. Oh, yeah. What is it like? What could <laughs> no, that possibly no, be? Don't ask the question. Don't ask the question. It's Pandora's box. It okay. is I... so much worse than you can imagine. <laughs> We oh have we have the links still. We can DM them to you. I think I'm gonna need it. Oh God, I'm so sorry. I tried That's to warn okay. you. I tried to warn you. I'm 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 requesting it. So. <laughs> I must know. I, must, uh... I like to know how broken people are. So. <laughs> well, this, this will this tell is... you exactly how broken. To put in perspective, I don't know what we were talking about two weeks ago. Like right before I had therapy, and I was like. This is this is what's going to come up in therapy is that you guys are trying to force another fanfic on me. <laughs> was it Alf and the Fonz as a romantic oh, couple? Something That's like that. what it was. That's what it was. Okay. No, I feel awful. like there was someone else involved in that too, but it's fine. Solomon Grundy was in that conversation. That's I don't it. remember. Mort Mort was also in there too. Yeah, Mort Mort for Mort. I think you guys might be already promoting your new your next podcast. Right now. <laughs> Upsetting fanfic. That's a good idea. That's what we can do in the off weeks. <laughs> so where can people follow you to find these amazing arts like Tobias with a mustache or Visitor uh, 3 train on hats? I post most of the stuff on Twitter. So just Chris Grine with no spaces. C-H-R-I-S-G-R-I-N-E on Twitter. And then Grindtastic on uh, Instagram. Amazing. <laughs> I don't always cross post on Instagram because I kind of forget sometimes. But there's quite a bit of stuff on there. That's okay. I don't think ours has been updated in months. <laughs> I'm so tired. And I'm also like 45. So 
posting on social media is not natural for me. Like I still have to force myself to do it. You know, that's, I just didn't grow up with that all around me. So I'm trying to be better about it, but it's still, it's not intuitive for me to, to do that. But I will find time if I drew a mustache on the bird or something, I'll be like, yeah, I'm posting that right. (laughs) Today's accomplishments are. (laughs) I'm going to be thinking about Visser 3's hats for the foreseeable future. Such your I next did that too. shitty analyst. I did that to, <laughs> I did that to Classic too when they were asking for. Uh, oh, I think no. I think if you went to Instagram, you'd probably find it. But they were wanted a bunch of cover concepts and stuff. <laughs> so I did like seven or eight really solid, or what I thought were pretty solid ideas, right? Like starters to start the conversation. But I also did one of just one kid who was like dancing with the Andalite. There was like a little like a a ghetto blaster on the ground, and like literally the Andalite's up on its back legs and like dancing. <laughs> I need it's this. not good oh it's not good at all but they didn't even acknowledge it <laughs> and then and then there was a second round of like cover concepts you know what take it i got some notes i revised some stuff and i did four or five new ones and i put that back in there they and i made it more dramatic i made the whole thing a silhouette now but it's the same drawing i just colored it all in black so it looks really dramatic like nighttime still dancing with the andalite but yeah. <laughs> again no, not even a comment. Like, not, they didn't even, they didn't even act like they saw it. It was kind of like what I do to my child when I don't want them to continue that behavior. <laughs> don't, just don't acknowledge it. Just don't acknowledge it. But can you get them to print some convention exclusive variants for you to sell? I was about to say, I, I just uh, now want this picture. Like, I want it framed. It'll be great. Go look on Instagram. It's it's not great. I can tell you. <laughs> It gets the point across. That's about the extent of that drawing. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I would probably print up, you know, get some prints made for shows and stuff with some ridiculous things at some point, maybe. I don't know. Because I'd hate to do, like, you know, 100 prints of, like, Vister 3 wearing this terrible hat. And everybody's like, what <laughs> is that? I, it's like one person shows up. Oh, I remember you talking about that, but I'm not buying it. I would no. be first in yes. line to buy that. I'm just yes. going to let you know that right now. But say if you ever come to Dragon Con, I can at least guarantee four or five people will buy yeah, it. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I think one of the moderators is also from this area. It'll be great. I would love to do it. That's one show I haven't done yet is Dragon Con. I don't do there. a lot it's of shows, list. but that's one that I hear is a lot of fun. If you want to be drunk for con appearances, <laughs> that is the one to do it at. <laughs> That's the one to do it at. All right. That doesn't. That's a deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again. And, oh yeah. Um, not gonna do the outro because I forgot to pull it up. <laughs> but uh, we'll be back next week with. Shit, is the Elmist after this? Uh, hey, I no, forty-seven. Forty-seven's after this. Because we still have to do 46. We're on 46. No, 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 no. It will be the Elemist. 47 no. will come out next week. Yes. Relative to when this drops. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Because we'll record the, the day this drops. The future pass. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do future. tenses right now. I, there was like a whole <laughs> tense conversation in my head. And then I went, no, I definitely have had alcohol. That's not happening. So. <laughs> Look, it's 2020. Everything is tense. (laughs) 
no, because today the 46 was supposed to drop, so the no, 28th, 47 will drop. drops today. Oh, you're right. That's what it's a it is. That's why I'm wrong. Yes. yes, that's why I'm wrong. Yes. See, don't let him do that to you. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I was going to say, you see now why we do it to him? <laughs> Chris Grind, life coach. <laughs> That's right. Keep insisting that it's 46. Come on. Uh, so, yes, when our I... next episode will be book 47, The Resistance. Thank you. <laughs> Tim, you want to guess who, who narrates that? Uh, no, that's going to be J- No, it's Jake. It's it is Jake. Jake. Book. Yeah. I'm I got it worked out again serious. now. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I threw a prediction in here. Um, just a real quick, as always, thanks to Red Sphinx for our show art. And you can follow us on social media at Minds at York. We'll see you next week. Go buy the graphic novel. Yes. Please.